Today on Five Live, do they just love Don Henley? Why activists on two wheels are out riding fences at Echo Park, and what is making them so desperado? Uh, plus the latest <laughs> nuclear thought. You're pretty pleased with yourself with that one. <laughs> I just want to say that last week I just made constant jokes about the Conejo grade yes. and Desperado, yeah. and the one time that I heard that song for the first, like actually heard that song. I remember you told us it was a very emotional experience for you. It was a lot, and uh, now... It, what giveth and also continue to giveth. No taking away <laughs> no here. No taking away. The last nuclear power plant in California might stay on for a bunch longer. Ooh. Wow, how exciting. Plus, what was once considered, what is, what was considered a love letter to all those who have served and all the bromances to ever exist. Top Gun Maverick has established itself as one of the best <laughs> movies ever by dethroning a cult classic. Oh. Which one? Classic. Which one? Yeah. A, cult a cult classic. It's also one of the greatest films what, of all time. What Robert thinks is a cult classic is a great tease. And dethroning was very funny. It's August 8th, ah. 2022. Five Live starts right. Look over there. It starts right now. You just went to the bathroom. From the Glenwalker Studios in Hollywood, California, it's KTLA 5 Live. It is Monday, the 8th of August, 2022. Thanks for joining us. I'm Andy Reesmeyer. You can find me on the internet at AndyKTLA. Robert's little wave. <laughs> I had the craziest, I'll tell you a little bit later, I had the craziest dream about Robert this weekend. And I'm Samantha Cortese. You can find me at KTLA Sam on Instagram, at Samantha Cortese on Twitter. And we miss you, Bobby. Sounds like Bobby. You can find Bobby Gonzalez at Sounds Like Bobby on Instagram. You can find all of us at KTLA 5 Live. Bobby is back tomorrow. Yeah, we can't wait to have him back here. Yes, he was out all weekend in San Francisco. Today, I think he's at home taking care of his little baby, baby Roosevelt. Uh, we miss you, bud. Robert Puente here at JustRob101 on Instagram. Thank you for joining our show. Happy Monday. Um, I think he's recovering from San Francisco because, as you might know, he hung out with my friend James, my friend who has a boat. And any time that you hang out with James, you need a couple days to settle to yourself. To recoup. Yeah. Two what? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you want to say hello to us, please, facebook.com slash groups slash KTLA5Live. One of the weirdest things that's ever happened on TV, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you okay? I just, no. Are you somewhere else? Always. Okay. I just ate probably a seven-year-old bag of Doritos. Oh, you did. <laughs> and I had to it's go true. to the bathroom and brush my teeth at work, which is always a weird, weird thing to do. Yeah, yeah like, especially here where like there's a vortex to another reality in the women's bathroom right horrific. now. It's horrific. There's, there's horrific. a, there's like you walk down the, now. you walk down the hallway. Oh, it's done now. Yeah. Okay. I didn't go into the women's restroom, so I couldn't have verified this. But you told us mm -hmm. you could hear it from outside when you walk in. It sounds like there's like <sighs> someone has opened a portal. Yeah. Doctor Who has opened a portal it's to. A, it's a it's a constant it's a broken toilet so it was just constantly flushing so there's water just, all over just the place like and it flushing. smelled as bad no, as it but, sounded. But it's not flooded, right? It wasn't flooded. It, it wasn't was it really flooded? flooded, but then like the spray from uh, a toilet gross. flushing was just constant. That's so and gross. And I'm sitting there next to <laughs> the sink like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of toilet flushing, I, I had a legitimate dream this weekend that Robert Puente got into the system here. Uh, KTLA and added toilet flush sounds <laughs> to every single VO, every single piece of video that we played so that when the broadcast had a serious story, they took the story, you heard a flushing sound. And we all sat here Do you and still watched. have any sound effects over this there? This is my fault for not having this ready. I, I should have right. expected him to tell the story. I could have just played one right now. You could have done it. Well, so. I mean, you can imagine that you don't need to hear, you know what a toilet sounds like, I hope, if you're not a robot. And Did we shout out the Facebook group already? Funny. No, I was going to do that and then segue to this real story that's actually some breaking news because I didn't want to go from toilet to this next. But yes, we Facebook. can say Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5 live where you can talk to us throughout 
the show. Uh, let's see. Ah, yes, we do have an update from Angel. I had asked about where he went to a Taylor Swift karaoke show, and he just replied with where. So maybe right. that should be in a future Finally Friday, because yeah. I would love to see all of you there singing along with me. What do you think? All right, I think a cold day in hell, that would be so. <laughs> <laughs> You can also join the Facebook group by looking below and finding that handle if you uh, don't have remember binoculars. it. have binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> school, of course. Let us talk about some news. Charges have been filed today against the nurse accused in a fiery crash that killed several people in Windsor Hills last week, including a pregnant woman and a baby. The 37-year-old is charged with six counts of murder, five counts of gross vehicular manslaughter. That, according to the DA, George Gascone, who called the whole incident tragic. The driver was ID'd as Nicole Linton. She was working as a traveling nurse in Los Angeles, though she is from Texas. Authorities believe she was driving as fast as 90 miles per hour when she ran a red light and struck multiple cars. If convicted, she would face 90 years in prison. I know this is a story that people just have been just following very closely here in LA. Uh, it's every I talked to so many people about I think across the nation, I think this is a story that's being followed like across the whole United States. Like people are like, are, at least for our webpage, people are like coming to the page to get yeah. information on this. And it, it's just so awful. I was reading somewhere that she was having an argument with her boyfriend or her husband or whatever it was. And obviously she was under the influence. Yeah. Uh, just so many details about that just make it so awful. It's yeah. just such a sad story. And as always, the driver under the influence survived the initial crash. It was really interesting how that, that well, it happens sometimes that that is the case and yeah. obviously there's so much destruction here and it, the details of this crash are so horrific so uniquely horrific and i think that yeah, that awful. also is one of the reasons why you see such serious charges because of, of absolutely how many lives have been i mean a whole family just in a moment completely and gone. one of the victim's family said they already are praying and are giving her forgiveness which i think i, I can't imagine no. waking up or getting out of it being that driver realizing what your actions have done so I also can't imagine being so graceful as a family member oh, who could just tell, yeah, feel like crazy. that and do that. I mean, it's just, it's awful. So uh, we will continue to keep you updated, of course, on this story uh, on KTLA and KTLA.com. Olivia Newton-John, perhaps best known for her iconic role playing Sandy in Greece. She had been battling breast cancer for the last 30 years, but it's not clear if that played a role in her death today. Sam Rubin has more on her life and legacy. She had the voice of an angel and decades of pop hits to prove it. You better shape up, cause I need a man. And my heart is set on you. Her pipes, coupled with her extraordinary good looks, put Olivia Newton-John in one of the most iconic movies ever. Fans will remember Olivia as Sandy in the classic motion picture Grease, but she offered so much more to the world in a career spanning five decades and it started well before her role in Greece. Born in England and raised in Australia, Olivia Newton-John knew she wanted to be a singer from a very early age. She honed her skills and recorded several well-received songs as a young girl, but it wasn't until her U.S. debut album, Let Me Be There, that her career really took off. Let me be there in your morning. Let me be there in your night. Let me change. Things only got better for the fresh-faced singer. She was cast in 1978 alongside John Travolta in the film that launched her into superstardom. The film's soundtrack produced hit after hit. 
Grease was only the beginning of her career in acting, Xanadu being another role where she danced alongside Gene Kelly. But it was her 80s hit single, Physical, that became one of the top-selling songs of all time. The song topped the charts for 10 consecutive weeks. It's no wonder Olivia was honored by Queen Elizabeth for her achievement in the arts and tireless humanitarian work. But Olivia's charmed life had its share of tragedies, from failed marriages to a cancer diagnosis in the 90s. After her cancer went into remission, she focused most of her time towards spreading cancer awareness, only to have the disease return. She visited our morning show to talk about her journey. You know, keeping a positive outlook is incredibly important because you need to believe that you'll be well and that encourages your body. Your mind is your most important organ on this journey. Olivia continued to perform well into her 60s. She was a staple in Las Vegas and even reconnected with her Grease co-star for a Christmas album. With more than 100 million albums sold, four Grammy Awards and countless other honors, fans remember her as the beautiful and compassionate artist that she was. Wow. Sam Rubin reporting there, of course. Um, really hard to overstate how many people were touched by her and how who loved her. And, and really, you know, we walked in to the station today and so many people said, oh my God, did you hear the news? Did you hear the, did you hear the news? She was so um, gracious. She was, Always she was. with us and, at And, and uh, I think just, you know, I don't know if you saw um, what uh, um, John Travolta said about her, said, said, you know, I'll be with you again soon. My dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We'll see you down the road. We'll all be together again. Yours from the moment I saw you and forever. You're Danny, you're Aww. John. Um, Cute. 73. A group of cyclists knocked down fences and left behind notes at Echo Park last night. Around 20 or so people rode their bikes into the fences and cyclists have been trying to send a message about the park being closed off. The park was closed for a short time because of renovations and a homeless encampment was removed. The park is now open, but fence around the park, fencing around the park remains. No other damage, but I think people are clearly sending a message that they would like the park to be back open. Just like, the, I mean, does anybody think this is gonna work though? What? Like you knock down the fences and now they're like, oh, I guess we don't need fences anymore. Well, they have to, okay, so now there's a choice that has to be made. Either you pick up the fence or you remove it. Yeah, ah, I, I, I hate that they have to resort to those kind of actions, but nonetheless, if you need it to be done, like, and they're not going to do anything, what, they, what do you, do? you know, they did it because they spent so much money cleaning it up and sure. clearing it out. They tried to, as much as they could, get homeless 
people out of the park and put them into housing. There was a, a big homeless outreach program, uh, but obviously yeah. it wasn't met without any kind of, uh, you know, there was a huge controversy around it. We covered yes. it two years ago, whenever that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you think that there is some sense of like, look, we, we, it was really expensive. It was really difficult for us to do this. Mm -hmm. We put these fences up so that we can maybe keep it the way that it is after we have sort of restored it. And oh. I think that that really is the focus, not so much of like, we, I, sh we don't want people coming in here. I have a gripe with that though. The, 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 the idea of restoring it though is to bring it back to its beauty, right? That's the, that's the idea of restoration, to yeah. bring it back to its original beauty. And to leave it with these fences, that's no beauty at all. These fences are ugly as heck. So what are you, you're restoring it to what beauty if it's surrounded by ugly it's fences? It's so tough because I, I agree with you, but then consider this, the the colloquially known suicide bridge in Pasadena, which I know we're not supposed to call it that probably, but Colorado, Colorado Street, Street Bridge, bridge where uh, unfortunately it kind of made a name for itself as a place where people would jump off to their death. The city of Pasadena, I think, or maybe Caltrans, whoever is in put charge of it, put up all these very large gates to yeah. keep people from doing it. And it's a sad reality of like, yes, I would prefer to see that gorgeous bridge is very bridge pretty. It is very pretty. And see it sure. without all of the fences, but at the yeah. same time, you're like, well, I mean, you know, you got to do something as a deterrent to keep yeah. people from from continuing to use this. But thing someone's for not going to hurt purpose. themselves at a park. I mean, not directly. It's not. The, it's but failed. that's not my point. It's the the idea is like they want. You know, they spend all this money trying to fix the park, and they want to put up the fences so that they keep, keep it's weird from, my, from moving back in and creating a. I'm not saying you know one way or the other. I'm just saying, yeah. You know, well, psychologically, you know, I thought, oh, the cyclists tore down because they want to be able to enjoy the park. And yeah. in my head, I'm like, well, I see the 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 reasoning at least but if it were a group of transients who tore it down because they wanted to camp there again i'd be like yeah. they can't take down that gate you know it's I, weird what our minds will accept and won't but i don't but, think that that's really even i'm not really sure that they're like oh we want to get rid of the fences so we can ride our bikes into the park yeah i don't know either i because the fence the is way much it was presented kind of, of did make it I, seem that I way know, but maybe but it's not, not the case I don't, i'm not really sure i think that I, you know Huh. I, I don't know. Could it also just be some people riding around on bicycles, knocking fences down? Yeah, could they're just be out riding fences. <laughs> for so long now. Freedom, that's just some people talking. San Clemente City Council has voted against a resolution that sought to ban abortions in the city. Residents showed up for a special meeting called by the mayor over the weekend to express their anger over the proposal. The public comment period lasted about two hours with the majority opposed to the resolution. The proposal would have called for the city to become a sanctuary for life and block the zoning or permitting of any facility that would provide abortions. California Attorney General Rob Bonta had called the resolution, quote, unenforceable. California's last nuclear power plant could stay open longer than expected. PG&E decided six years ago to close its Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant by 2025. That is located just south of Morro Bay. But now Governor Gavin Newsom is calling on the utility company to keep it running. The governor says he worries about possible power shortages as the state transitions to renewable energy. Newsom had previously supported the agreement to shut down the plant. Diablo Canyon produces 9% of electricity used in the state of California. I don't want to dwell on so many stories. We have a lot to get through, but like it is interesting to see uh, people on like the, the liberal side, at least, of the aisle changing their tune on uh, nuclear energy. Mm. Uh, just the fact that he wants to keep it open suggests that maybe, just maybe, nuclear might be a viable alternative in the future um, for energy as opposed to solar, Do you think solar, that's wind, because he was faced yada, yada. with the realities of the high energy crisis and like the, the, the lack crisis, of anything else or, that we have yeah. going for us. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think it's a bad idea. I, I'm not so knowledgeable in the fact, but I, what I do know is nuclear power is a lot more advanced than it was 20 years ago, and the the likelihood of a of a meltdown of a meltdown of a nuclear meltdown might it's a lot lower than what it was. I think it's like anything like Three Mile Island or or Chernobyl. Like the further you get away from a disaster, 
then like the more people I think are cool with it. But the, the it's like there's no in between. It's like when you're on an airplane and there's like a disaster that happens and you're like, oh God, what's gonna happen? You can't just pull over. Catastrophic problems could still occur. And I think that, that why, that's why people still feel like, oh, I don't know, I, I remember, I've seen those shows. I listened to, I, know, I listened to a podcast, I sound like Robert, a podcast <laughs> from a nuclear physicist talking to uh, Dr. Drew, it was Dr. Drew, about the challenges, the risks and how they're, because like you said, Robert, technology has changed so much that we, we know so much more now than Chernobyl. And um, it, it changed my mind on, because I, it was all around when Chernobyl was out on HBO. The yeah. show was out oh, on yeah. HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it scared everybody. Right. It was it was the hell on earth for those people. And um, after I listened to the podcast, I'm like, okay, I just have to trust the experts here because I'm not one. So who am I to watch that and then be like, no nuclear it's energy? It's just so hard though because I mean, not more than 12 years ago, you had the Fukushima reactor, the, Japan one, the meltdown so after bad. the earthquake. You know, yeah, and that yeah, like yeah. was a, a terrible memory that a lot of people still will deal with for the rest of their lives. And I think it's funny because when you think about. San Onofre, right? Or at least just even any other sort of nuclear plant. Do I want to live next to it? No, I don't. I don't even want to live next to a regular power plant. 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 Pa power plant. Absolutely right. not. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, family Gabby Petito has announced plans to file a $50 million wrongful death lawsuit against a Utah's uh, Moab City Police Department. It's written strangely. A notice of claim was filed this morning. The family is accusing police of failing to recognize that the 22-year-old was in a life-threatening situation last year when they investigated a domestic violence incident between her and her boyfriend, Brian Laundry, Should be she and her boyfriend. Brian Laundrie, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the pair were on a cross-country trip when they were pulled over and ultimately allowed to leave after being ordered to spend a night apart. Petito's body was found a month later in Wyoming's Grand Teton National Park after officials say Laundrie strangled her. Today, Petito's parents spoke out about that traffic stop and her legacy. Listen. I think that um, I've said this many times, uh, watching it is very painful, and I wanted to jump to the screen and rescue her. The legacy is to help people, you know, that don't see a way out, and there are. Brian Laundrie was later found dead in a Florida swamp after an apparent suicide. The city of Moab has 60 days to respond to the legal claim before the family can file the lawsuit. More human remains have been discovered at Lake Mead. Park rangers say they got an emergency call Saturday morning reporting skeletal remains at the Swim Beach area. Authorities set up a perimeter and recovered bones. Cause of death and identity of the remains not yet determined, but officials say de decomposition makes it difficult to extract DNA. For those keeping track, it's the fourth set of human remains uncovered wow. in the receding lake since May. That so what did so I owe you, scary. Robert? For the, how many? How many? <laughs> um, I, Robert, this next one's all you. Yeah, and then we'll go to break right after this. Do okay. Do I, okay. I'm gonna just play it. I haven't played it in so long. It's been a while, so here goes the intro. My favorite one. Uh, the Senate today has passed a sweeping climate and healthcare bill, giving them a major legislative victory. Just a few months shy of the midterms. So uh, good for them, I guess. During a rare weekend session lasting more than 17 hours, the Senate passed the $740 billion, $740 billion uh, Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. The legislation provides $400 billion to fight climate change. Wow. Includes tax credits for buying electric cars. The bill also lets uh, Medicare negotiate prescription drug prices for the first time. But Republicans blocked an amendment to cap the price of insulin at $35 for almost all Americans. Lots of people on Twitter and lots of all the, the other platforms are saying, 
how does passing more money and printing more money help fight inflation? It's kind of an oxymoron. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm not an expert. All I know is in the past, stuff like this has not worked, so we'll see. I also heard that it's not really gonna have any effect one way or the other. Because that's, that's coming from a socialist Bernie Sanders too, yeah. So, which is crazy. I was excited <laughs> because I was reading that there's gonna be a lot of rebates on electric vehicles because I, you know, one of the big things is that everyone's saying, look, you don't like gas prices, buy electric vehicles. So I thought, great, they're gonna extend the tax credit. Uh, it's gonna make it easier for people to afford these cars that are way more expensive than gas vehicles. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't apply to people who are building cars outside of America. So any 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 electric vehicle that uses batteries or powertrains from China doesn't work. So the tax credit won't apply to those so cars. They have to now move the factories or at least the the drivetrain factories for these tax credits to be eligible to wow. places that are in the NAFTA. Um or just is, is unrealistic to apply to a lot of people. I think it's just I don't know. I think it's just like all it's a, it's a whole lot of nothing it sort of feels like. There's a lot of like there's a lot of there's a lot of victory lapping going on right yeah, now. Yeah, and it feels and like this is how we're going to get things done in the future. The second time is like huge bill passes yeah. that what did, what did oh, all Nancy time. say, the, the you know, got to pass it one. to know what's in it kind of thing. Um, where a lot of things aren't related they're like non sequiturs to the economy or like helping with inflation. Just, it, it's just like we needed some we needed to get these things right. through. So well, the fact that they're just now straight up calling things like the Inflation Reduction Act, because like everyone knows that it's a it's a hot button issue. I mean, it's all heading into the into the yeah, the, the, uh, the midterms, the, the midterms, it, the midterms. Yeah. Absolutely, um, I don't know, it's interesting because they, they can't change reality. So what they can change is language, right. and uh, by changing language, you affect people and their mentality of it all. So yeah, good point. We'll be right back <laughs> with more <laughs> right after this. <laughs> Couldn't have said it any better himself. It was gorgeous. It's almost like he didn't say it. No, <laughs> that's mine. Oh my God, what a place to work, you know? We're so lucky. Well, we are so lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the demand for grocery delivery is dropping. Industry watchers say inflation coupled with lifting of pandemic restrictions put a damper on the delivery business. According to market research company Brick Meets Click, Americans spent two point, <laughs> it sounded just as weird coming out of my mouth as when you heard it. Uh, $2.5 billion was spent on grocery delivery in June. That is down 26% from 2020. The increased cost of delivery is the biggest reason cited by consumers for going to shop in store again. Yes, those fees, those fees are outrageous. And yeah. then the delivery fee on top of a tip that you have to and should give your drivers, uh, it just seems a little out of reach for most Americans. It just doesn't, you don't need to do it anymore. So is it not, sustain, it's not sustainable? Are you arguing this? I don't think so, arguing? but I think it's... No, if you're sick, I think it comes in handy. Sure. You're like, oh good, I'm going to get some NyQuil yeah. and some chicken right. noodle soup or whatever. I did that when I had COVID. I, I used go. it a lot, but I don't feel like... I feel I feel guilty about going to the grocery... Using it to go to the grocery store. Ordering food is one thing, you know? Maybe you have some friends over, you've been drinking, you don't want to go out and get something like yep. me, still Postmates, but yeah, like the... 
The only thing, the only reason I would still use it is because of my little hack where I'm not a Costco member, exactly but through, through doing this. Instacart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a good hack. So. Yeah. That's the only reason. <laughs> you don't have to go to Costco with all those Costco yeah. people. Costco's <laughs> great. I love Costco. Well, I, Costco I was the my worst. Case. Costco was the worst during the pandemic. The lines around the store yeah, would wrap around the block. I remember crazy. Chris and I waited outside in like 90 degree heat no. to get a no. cart to get into the, like no. you just waited. And it was just one of those, man, we're going to tell future generations about this <laughs> I know. ridiculous I, moment. Every once in a while, I'm transported back to March 16th, 2020, when I was at the Whole Foods, uh, it, you know, in Sherman Oaks, and there's just all of these, like, these twerpy guys like me running around trying to get all of the things and hold on to I mean, it's just, it was so strange to watch. You didn't bring your own bag? All of these betas fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Self-awareness, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. We were all like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, do you want to, do you want to, oh, I don't want to. I was actually oh, reaching. Oh, sorry, I don't. Uh, uh, I yeah, that was, I was here I, earlier. I was waiting for that. I mean, I'll get the that one. That roadie. Tell us about Qantas. Australia's Qantas Airlines is calling on some of its senior staff and executives to handle baggage. I hate I hate it. It's to help out with the staff shortage the airline industry is experiencing. The carrier is looking for 100 executives to volunteer to help with baggage for the next three months. All volunteers will be trained for what it takes, and the help will be used at the Sydney or Melbourne airports. Uh, this is a great idea. Mm -hmm. This is we should we should employ this across the board. I want to see Perry Sook coming in here and making <laughs> web posts when people can't do it. You know what I mean? I think that's a really that's a good way. It's sort Talk of like about a, a humbling activity. I don't. Sort of like it's like yeah. it's like uh, uncovered undercover boss. Mm -hmm. Just un yeah. Jeff Bezos is boss. Jeff just Bezos boss. in there in the in the Amazon warehouse. Just right? boss working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bezos. I think packing, it's great. Putting shipping labels on things. Sure. I'm a I'm a big proponent of, especially as someone who has uh, no assistance <laughs> for most of the work that I do. Um, I like the idea. He's of laughing and always... then looking at us, and we're like. <laughs> we're no. not gonna help you. No. <laughs> but I'm saying you, that, you take that own grave, my friend. Yeah, yeah we're not. Yeah. Enjoy that. Editing. No, but I mean, I mean, yeah, dude. It's like you know, we go out usually when places you know send somebody out to cover a thing. You know, or you're doing a thing like a like the Bourdain show, for instance. You know? Uh huh. <laughs> like like well, we're we're close to comparison to, you know, there's a photographer, and there's like a producer, and there's a couple Audio, of editors, lighting, and, uh, some yeah, grip, yeah, all kinds of grip people yeah. and stuff. But we're kind of like a one. Four, band, four person And we show. still have to convince places to let us come over and <laughs> yeah, shoot. That's true. Well, uh, that's why I paid for most of the food. Oh my goodness. That I ended up covering. Anyway. Well, one place that we are trying to go shoot, hello Los Angeles, because this is taxpayer dollars. After a two year closure due to the pandemic, Frank Lloyd Wright's Hollyhock House in East Hollywood reopens to the public August 18th. What? That was really funny. <laughs> the whole set up of like, hello taxpayer dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the landmark home has been undergoing restoration and improvement projects by the LA Department of Cultural Affairs, funded by you, Los Angeles taxpayers. It was commissioned in 1918 by oil heiress Aline Barnsall. Barnes doll. She never lived in the house and donated it to the city of LA in 1927. The home's fireplace and art glass balcony doors in the master bedroom have been restored. Other improvements include a major restoration of a guest house and removal of multiple layers of paint from exterior finishes. I, I, I'm not kidding that it, it is run by Los Angeles, mm -hmm. so it is 
org website if you want to go check it out. And I'm also not joking that we are super hoping to go cover it and shoot it because they're doing a big grand opening event on their lawn later this month. Yes, oh, and so if anyone from the cool. city of Los Angeles is watching, <laughs> because we have emailed and we haven't heard back, please try to open your doors to us because we want to we feature it on the show. We'd really love to. They said... Um, we might, I, I emailed the, the media, blah, 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 mm -hmm. four days. They said, you may hear with that, <laughs> due to a staffing shortage, it may take four days to oh, hear back. Also, summer. though, I think like, that well, this, this airs Friday. The so. sentence specifically was like, if, <laughs> if this automated phone tree doesn't answer your question. Yeah, if this automated email doesn't answer your question, you may hear back from then us. You might hear from us in four days. In four but days, I think yeah. what we should do is just show up. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, I hear it. Do you hear it? Hmm. The Good Boy Report is brought to you by Corky's Pest Control. I wish I had five lives. So this is, is this bunnies or are we doing uh, names? Bunnies. Oh, okay. Oh, that's I fine. We'll do bunnies. It's, it, it, okay. Many people adopted rabbits to keep them company during the pandemic. People adopted to keep the people company. People mm -hmm. didn't adopt rabbits to keep the rabbits company. <laughs> maybe, maybe you got more than one. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, this happened during the pa pandemic, but now they are going back to work. They're giving up their long-eared friends. Rescue groups and some shelters around SoCal are being overwhelmed with returned bunnies. A rescue based in Silver Lake says it delivers 16 to 20 rabbits to vet partners every week. As a result of the return to the workplace, well, you know they, what they say about the rabbits. No, what do they say? Uh, as a return to the workplace surges, <laughs> the group expects to take in around 500 more rabbits this year than they usually do. They, they procreate a lot. This is true. We had uh, two bunnies. It was a blue one and like a white one. Um, blue as it being like a grayish bunny. They were very cute. His name was Blue. The other one was named Belle. We had them for like two years and then we gave them up because we could not take care of them. Uh, they were very fun animals, but they're very lackluster, I suppose. They just, they're, they're worse than cats probably. They're just like there. It's weird. <laughs> There's no like affectionate rabbits out there. Who would have thought? Yeah. Just, yeah. My neighbor, growing up, my neighbor had a bunny and her dog got it. Oh. What got it where? Got it what? Like a gift for its birthday? Mm -hmm. We all, my neighbor also had a rabbit. And the dog got to it? Uh, yeah. Gosh, what the heck? I well, I mean, you know, they are just toys. It's dog, they're dog food. I mean, literally, like, dogs get, like, toys that look just like rabbits. That's yeah, true. that's fair. Yeah. They now rip we know their heads up. The most popular dog name in California. It's. The Wesley. same in oh. 34 other states too. I love this B-roll so much. It stopped me in my tracks this morning watching the morning news because it's just the cutest. The mm. most popular name is Luna. According to pet oh, toy God. company Bark, the runner-up is Bella and then Charlie. They've studied 10 years of customer data. It found there's not much variety in dog names. Regardless of region or political leaning, Americans have a strong commonality with what they name their pups. There's like three dogs in my area named Luna, so the, the, this is like this is true. Uh -huh. This is like a true. And my like best friend actual... Ashley's dog is Charlie. Oh and wow! There you go. That was number yeah. three on the our, list. Our dog was Bella. Bella. There it is. Wow. But, okay, and I know I know what this sounds like, and I'm trying to I'm trying to like understand it. I, was like, I read something about this though that said that this isn't quite exactly true. It's just that of the common same dog names, mm -hmm. these are the most common ones. <laughs> I know. But that doesn't mean that the most dogs out wow. there are named these names. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. It hurts my brain to try to think about. But because I was thinking, you know, it's like, how is that even possible that they would 
just... In 2019, it was Luna, Lucy, Daisy, and Lily. Okay, well, we have had a Lily, a, a Daisy, and a Lucy. Also. Ah, crazy! Yeah. Go through dogs pretty quick. Some of those are cats. One Daisy was a cat. Is a cat. Lily's still around. And uniquely Californian. Well, kind of. Look at these guys. <gasps> the world's best surfing dogs. Oh, hanging twenty. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Crowds uh, packed the Pacifica State Beach just south of San Francisco to watch the pups hang hang 20. Not 10. Dogs were occupied or grouped by breed and size and were judged on the length <gasps> of their ride. That's <laughs> so cute. Whether they stood on all fours, sat or laid down, and how confident they looked on the surfboard. Oh my goodness. I wonder if Bobby was up there for this secretly. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, I bet our Amanda Sarantino's dog does this. Oh, oh yeah! Look, he landed. The event also had pet adoptions, a dog costume contest, and a yappy hour. Hey now. Ooh, that looks so cold. God, that looks cold, but really, really cute. So precious. Very, very cute. <sighs> okay, after the break, a clothing company that was switching out Made in the USA labels. No, Made in China labels with Made in the USA labels. You'll never guess the irony. It's just delightful. We'll be right back right after this. Bye, guys. Welcome back to the show. Claiming. Oh, what's happening? What's happening up here, guys? I was just scrolling through. I mean, I'm really sad because in the, the newsroom, they said that we have mustard donuts. We, we told did. you guys last week that there's mustard donuts out there now, Krispy Kreme or whoever <laughs> partnered with with some disgusting people to make mustard donuts. They sound like the worst <laughs> thing ever, ever in existence, but we want to try them. We might try them on the next one. These block, people hopefully. who literally brought them to you for free, That's and you're okay. like, We don't know disgusting. that. All we'll I know is I saw on, the, on somebody's Twitter account who works here that they had one on their desk. So I don't know where they came from. I don't know who brought them. A pro-Trump clothing company has been handed a hefty fine for lying about their merchandise. The Federal Trade Commission discovered last week the website Lions Not Sheep has been selling imported apparel, all the while claiming the goods are made in the good old U.S. of A. Mm. The FTC found that businesses swap out made in China tags with made in the U.S. labels. Lions Not Sheep sells shirts and hats with far-right slogans. The company and its owner, Sean Whalen, have now been ordered to pay more than $200,000 in Ouch. penalties. It's crazy Ouch. to me that it could be cheaper for them to actually swap this, like to pay somebody to swap the logo on their dumb shirts than it is to just buy actual made in America thing. Well, you just rip off the tag and then you restitch it. That like, seems like, like so much work to do that. You think that's more work than... I, I, than having it made in America, a t-shirt? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're probably. It's probably a lot better to buy Made in America too, because you're actually supporting, you know, here businesses and uh, workers here in the United States. I don't know. It makes so much more sense to do it that way. But yeah, I the see your point. The cat is so out of the bag, it, it, and, it, and it's also just like they're trying to be slick there. I just, it, lions it not work, sheep to so. me is like uh, I'm already. Out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm like sheep only. <laughs> well, it said they made far right T-shirts. Yeah. I'm. Maybe I'm just like you just not don't, you clicked can't far enough into these as being far right, but they all just say lions, not sheep. Uh, yeah. Gun violence a chance. Give violence a chance. Is that I what? Don't is that know far right what? or just stupid? It just all seems really good. They all just say lions, not sheep. It's all just other logos. There like is this whole subset of like 
like. But why like, are we writing that they're far right T-shirts? I mean, ah. you have two choices: to lead or be led. We're yeah, a generation of raise leaders. Raise lions, not sheep. We're a generation of leaders, lions. not followers. I, it does, I mean, it's like, there's a certain subset of like the far right that has just like completely. Sure, but does that make these a far right shirt? The I mean that they're just a bunch of T-shirts that say "lions, not sheep." They're just like uber, uber. They're a little cheesy. Nationalist patriotic. They may be cheesy or whatever. Yeah. I mean, sure, I, don't, I don't know. Is it fair to call them far right? Anyway. I'm like okay with that. <laughs> 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 call far, yeah, definitely. It's like they have adopted the iconography that a lot of the like. The FBI. I, this shirt I'm looking or this hat. They are not fans of the FBI, especially right now as Mar-a-Lago is getting raided. I don't know if these are, this would be considered far. Anyway, boxing legend Mike Tyson has come out swinging. I'm just saying, that's the stuff that makes people watch and go like, I get the media is it. so whatever. Just be factual. I don't throw that nonsense I'm in gonna, there. I'm gonna tell you real quickly, if I'm at Barney's Beanery right now and a dude comes up in a Lion's Not Sheep shirt, yeah. I don't think we're sitting there having a conversation about my life. That's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Because because it's not even so much of like, there's clearly not like far right um, propaganda that they're that they're wearing. It's like they, there's a specific aesthetic that has been co-opted by it's a lot co-opted. of- It's co-opted. That doesn't mean that it is. Well, I mean, I don't know. We're talking like, Proud yeah. Boys and neo-Nazis far right. Yes, like, but that doesn't mean that they said they're far right t-shirts. But what the, a stupid thing to say. But I think the, the same thing is applied to the other side too. Like if a man has a man, uh, if a guy has a man bun and he's wearing yeah. like flip flops and tiny little baby shorts, they're gonna be like, Ugh, look at that liberal. If a dude is, or something is like walking that. Okay, around but that with like a- doesn't on, mean that it's a far, just cause a shirt said would say like, no, but I think that I don't, whatever Hill Dog or something like if that. Someone, <laughs> yeah, if someone's walking around with an on being with Krista Tippett NPR shirt, like, I think that's that like pretty much fair. doesn't mean it's a far fair. left shirt. Ooh! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anna Kasparian could be a far <laughs> yeah, left shirt. Which, by the way, I love her. Used to do, I used to do her show. I used to do her. I used to do Anna Kasparian's show. I was on The Young Turks for a long time with with Dave Rubin. Nuts. Back in the day, Nuts. when Dave Rubin was He's a, out. He's stuck. He was a stronghold in California for a long time. He's like, they moved to I'm going to be comfortable Florida. as a... Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm going to be a gay right-wing commentator in the state of California. Wild. And now he's gone. Anyway. anyway, so Mike Tyson came out swinging against a new Hulu documentary about his career. You see an animal. They call me a savage. I'm the most vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. No one can match me. My style's impetuous. I'm ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. Praise be to Allah. Is that who I am? It's a bummer that they didn't get his blessing for this because this could have been good. The upcoming biographical series is called Mike. It ins it's inspired by the boxer's life, but was produced without his permission. Tyson called out the streaming giant in a fiery, fiery Instagram post, accusing it of exploiting him and his story for profit. Hulu claims it's not trying to villainize the boxer. Mike premieres August 25th, good day, on Hulu. Tyson is working on his own official biopic with Jamie Foxx, Antoine Fuqua and Martin Scorsese. Wow, that's quite a lineup too right there, yes. goodness. All right, Robert, you said you, this is a story you teased today. All right, so I, I just, kind of I'm do just doing, my computer died. I'm doing a little research on Lions Not Sheep. I just want to- Let's I just, let it go. I just want to get a better, because NBC News says it's owner conservative apparel brand, but I, I kind of sure, get- Sure, a conservative I know apparel saying. brand no, no, is I, better than they sell far right t-shirts. I, I think you're right, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to like come out here and like negate our entire newsroom, but sure. you may, you, <laughs> I'm wrong. You might be right. You might be right. Say it again. Uh, but also, 
I guess you know, two two can be both can be correct. All right, right? we'll see. Well, like they can be they can be selling. Uh, you're right. Just the thing that says lions not sheep doesn't necessarily mean that it's a far right T-shirt. Correct. But they could be a conservative apparel brand. Correct. This could both be true. Both can sure. be true. More I'll than two months after release. Hold on. After and they're released. also trash for claiming to What's be on the trash? moral high ground of oh, producing made clothing in, in made the in United China. States. Oh, yeah. Ripping off the tags and no, putting it in the USA. Uh, like they're so trash horrific. and that's awful and that's they're like absolutely. super deceiving. Even if but they, that doesn't mean their shirts were made from anyway. Robert. <laughs> okay, you guys are right. More than two months after its release, Top Gun Maverick is still breaking box office records. Listen to this. This is your captain speaking. Oh, it's give me chills. I absolutely love this movie. I, 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 I was in tears when I went and saw it at the movie theaters. It was quite lovely. Tom Cruise's jet fighter flick just soared past Titanic for domestic ticket sales. Oh, that's only domestic. And now ranks as the seventh biggest movie ever in the United States. Top Gun has raked in $662 million here at home. Titanic was Paramount's most successful film in the studio's 110 history until today. Uh, and I understand why lots of people describe it as, as, as a love letter to, to the, the military, as a love letter to all those who have bromances with their, with their bros. Uh, it, was, it was a fabulous movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly, highly suggest it. It's a little cheesy. You're talking about Titanic, right? I'm not talking about Titanic. <laughs> I'm talking about Top Gun. Uh, even Quentin Tarantino came forward and said Titanic was a fantastic movie. They're one of the best directors of all time. And he's even come forward and said it's a great movie. So uh, go watch it. Uh, go watch or it. Or Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun, my friend, Top yeah. Gun. Because, you know, you did say Titanic at the time. Um, I did. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but but yeah, I think a lot of people really love it, and uh, it you know it speaks to a lot of people from uh, different walks of life, and also like people across multiple generations. Um, all right. I'm to... just sad that something that unseated Titanic, and it's my favorite movie of all time. Over my shoulder here, right oh, there, you can see it. a little music box. Have you even seen? Have you even seen Top Gun though? I don't care. Because that. That's, it, I'm still sad. That might change your opinion of what's your favorite movie of all time. It I won't know, ever change my opinion. It could. I know you're, well, not, <laughs> I know you're not super into like patriotic things, like. You know, the Air Force or American flags. <laughs> I don't, what? Just because I'm, de- I'm trying to defend journalism does not mean I uh, here's, agree here's, with foreign clothing brands. Here's, here's, here's some more context for you. Hold on, uh, no, I'd rather keep talking about <laughs> Titanic and Jack and Rose and their twisted, Wait, you just sorted said tail. You were caring about journalism. What are you talking about? Wow, that really. What? It really got Jerry. What? Oh, your voice. <laughs> I heard like, it. What happened? Um, I, I'm sad that they've unseated Titanic, but I do hear the movie is outstanding. Have you seen it? I, I would watch it uh, twice. I haven't seen it twice. I've seen it once. I want to go watch it a second time. Have you seen so. it? Titanic? Yes. Top Gun Maverick. No, I haven't seen the new one. He keeps doing that. No one's okay, though. I she wants to keep talking about Titanic. How have you not seen Top Gun, dude? It has and it gives you a new appreciation I've seen the for the first the, one. It gives you a new appreciation for the people who do this. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, if the no, first one really I like highlights. I don't, but I like, just don't go to your head gets flat, and you have to do like the special type of breathing when you're up there. That's some kind of breathing like that, so you don't pass oh, out because your your brain just, like okay. loses all this blood while you're up there. Uh, what? I feel this in my soul right now. How many warning lights does it take to get young Americans to take their car into the shop? It's probably more than you think. A new survey reveals that the average millennial waits until eight indicator lights are on before scheduling a repair. About 40% of respondents say they'll just get a new car when, when, when they keep up with their measures. <laughs> oh my God, you sound like a party over there. I'll show you, I, you will, you'll, nope, you'll nope. love it. Okay, you said that most of those lights are garbage. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I recently had, I still have the windshield wiper 
light on because a squirrel may have damaged the tank that holds the windshield wiper fluid. So every time I refill it, there's like a little crack and that, that is, I'm not, I'm not going to take my car into the shop for that. I'm sorry. I know it's very vital for me being able to see. Yeah, no, I don't think that's a big of a deal. In a rainstorm. It's like, it's like when, you But there know, you go. There's one. Yeah, like, because all the tire pressure sensors are always on, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, you always got some They've kind of thing They filled my tires with, with nitrogen, nitrous, ni yeah. Nitrogen. That, yeah. yeah. And the, this other tire guy goes, oh, they sold you on that? They upsell you? It was free at Costco. Yeah, there's, nitrogen's free all around it. Majority oh, no. of air is nitrogen. They aren't putting straight oxygen in your tire. After the break, we'll check in on that Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live. They do have- And someday- They do have pro-Trump shirts. This is really what the whole point of this, according to Axios. It was that other tab I was more Yeah, no, no, there's- I know, I'll show, you, I'll show you what it is on the break. Margot Robbie does her own stunts. How about that? Incredible. Welcome back to the show. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live is where we would love to say hello to you. Sam? Hi. <laughs> I waved. It's loading. I just didn't know if you wanted to say anything. I know. It's loading. Here, it's loading. On this oh, here talk show. pup was that? We're getting to it. We're getting to it. Okay. I remember multiple mornings, says Angel. Waking up at 5.45 to be in line at Sam's Club at 5.50 to make it to the 7, 6.30 to 7.00 just for there not to be any toilet paper That's crazy on hell. That, that's I insane. Know. Remember when there were people who were like, just use rags. Ew. It's <laughs> crazy. I really hear that rabbits can be the best pets. If you leave them in the cage, though, they, yeah, they aren't going to be much. Mm. Janet had, my friend Janet had one named Boop. Boop? And it was very sweet. It cuddled. Yes. Yeah, they seem nice. Boop. Oh, well. Jocelyn says. I grew up watching Grease. I would put on the VHS and sing the songs growing up, reading John Travolta's message because of Olivia Newton-John really made me tear so up. Sweet. Yeah. Marilyn and Angel agree. So sweet. Kim says. Let's change the name from Lions Not Cheap to Gullible and Intolerant. Wow. Only if you remove the comma. It's just so dumb. Like the whole era it's all so silly. is so stupid. Ah, Angel, thank you. Is this a rerun? Why is the group so inactive? Do they remove all the energy from the reruns? <laughs> <laughs> no, they are talking about stuff that was on this morning's news. No, yeah, we're having a live show today, I think. I'm not in a rerun, are you? No, am I? No. Oh, and my perm, yes, thank you, Kelly. <laughs> and Robert has a perm. That's true. Ah, that's funny. Sarah says, I name my dog Isis like the Egyptian goddess. I avoid popular pet names specifically It's a, if it's a human name. Mm. I think human names on dogs are so cute, like Walter. Hi, Walter. Brian Garcia says, talk about Wait, Whole that's Foods. one of our producers, Amanda Newell. That's her dog's name. Oh, And cool. it's, she has an Aussie. Oh, Full wow. size. Hey! Walter. You're an Aussie. Well, yeah, I'm Aussie owner. Talk no, about you're Foods. an Aussie. You're an Australian I'm shepherd. Not, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Whole Foods, March 16th, 2020, and the Costco lines just for the carts. Reminded me of how I'd have to wait in line outside as a grocery store employees limited the number of people out of mm -hmm. the store. One in, one out. God, that was really two and a half years ago already. I know. And, I know, crazy. And as uh, uh, Cyrus says, yep, I don't miss it at all. And there, 
it only rains a few days, it feels like here in Los Angeles. And the one day that I decided I'm gonna get up really early, go wait outside Trader Joe's. It's it been rained. like a month since I've been to Trader Joe's. <laughs> Poured. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Really what am I doing? That's like, of course, it's, it's, I know. You know. It's like perfect. On El says, I recently did taco catering for a Grease themed birthday party. It was so cool. They had the movie playing on a big projector and everyone was dressed accordingly. Oh, precious, cool. so cute. On tell us more about your catering Yeah, business. also, tell us about how to get some tacos catered to KTLA. Wow, John, this dog is so cute. No Luna over here. Joe, see Robert, there you go, a human name. Wow, I love that. That's a really, it kind of has so the, the soul of, uh, of Roosevelt a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit, yeah. Like a little mischievous hey. face. Oh my God, you can tell the tails. Your, your head is also, oh, I just see if you can see this, Robert, Samantha is also tilting her head to see to see the dog. Jesus says, I'm with Andy. I'm meh about Top Gun Maverick. Probably won't ever see it, especially now with its hype. I don't mean to say that. I'm sure it's great. Everyone loved it. It is like, you know, Tom Cruise is a is a superhero, blah blah, whatever. I, I think it's I don't impressive. like following like the hype train either, but it's it's totally worth it. One hundred percent worth your time. It's great. And one more post as we leave. This is from Connie Shot Gross, who said Grease is my all time favorite movie. Oh, R.I.P. So Olivia. She looks so great. Oh. All right, we will see you soon on the KTLA Five News at Five, and maybe tomorrow we can convince Bobby to let us run the story about Rich going to the last blockbuster. Mm. We didn't get to it today. Bye, guys. Oh, I love that. And you know how Bobby feels about Rich. See you tomorrow. We all do. I'm just kidding. <laughs>